G'day, mate. How's it going? I'm full on out. Uh, I, I I haven't spoken Australian in a while, so I I messed up my slang right away. I was gonna say flat out like a lizard drinking. Uh, so to a non-Australian, that's <laughs> that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I'm so, not going to bother explaining it, though. When you were in Australia, were people like, man, this guy, he, he has it? Or were they just like, ah, when you talk Yeah, like basi- basically across the country, everyone thought I had it. Oh, really? Wow, nice. <laughs> but they could They're tell all... you weren't Australian, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they heard me speak, and they were like, this guy is not Australian. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, it's quite jarring when you, you like watch a movie with an Australian actor or something and it's like, okay, whatever. And then you find out later they're Australian and they, they were like trained by language instructors or whatever to speak yeah. know, American. And then you just hear a one-off interview with them and it's like, whoa, what happened? Yeah, it's, 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 I always found it weird how many actors like are not American and yet have to sound as though they're American. Yeah, it's dumb. It's funny when, like I also like uh, uh, Mel Gibson's transformation. If you watch like an old interview where it's like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah he's Australian," then you watch a new one, <laughs> and it's like, "What happened?" Okay. <laughs> he is. I, I believe he is actually American. He he was just like grew up in Australia or something. Uh, I thought he was a symbol of Aussie pride until everyone found out he was a terrible racist and psychopath. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's he was. Born in New York and is an American actor and filmmaker. Hmm. Really? But he was, has the order of Australia. Was he like born to Australian parents or something? Yeah, he moved to Sydney when he was 12, apparently. 12, wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, cool. You learn in, something every day, I guess, <laughs> on a video game podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Braveheart was always one of my favorite movies, so uh, you know, if if I have to look something up on Mel Gibson, I'll I'll reluctantly do it. Uh, let's see, Braveheart I liked. Uh, Gallipoli was okay. Uh, what's that movie with the Patriot? That was the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Mel Gibson yeah. movie, I think. Or wait, yeah, I didn't um, mind that. Even even though it was uh, it was essentially an American Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's the other one? Uh, uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. As 80s as you can go, man. Yeah. Not too yeah. bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. So, we're going to talk about games we like. <laughs> right? Eventually. I don't, think we, I don't think we have ever done that before. Um, no, not really. <laughs> Normally, uh, we're just talking about all the games we don't like, like Final Fantasy VIII. That, I wonder what is more common. <laughs> I mean, we usually talk about what we're playing, but that doesn't necessarily align those, with what we like. Yeah, those tend to just fall in the middle for me recently. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty happy with what, I, what I've been playing recently. But yeah, uh, so this is our our uh, our top X numbers of games of all time, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> organized by system and not n- numbered or anything. With the disclaimer that uh, these lists were prepared fairly hastily, um, <laughs> as we were not able to uh, do a podcast uh, that we were planning to do due to some circumstances, so uh, it's possible there there's some mistakes. Um, that's, that's Shh, a everything is intentional. 
What's that? Everything's intentional. Everything's intentional. Everything's yes, intentional. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's 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 kick this off. Let's get this started. In uh, we're starting within five minutes for the first time in like ever. Ever? Actually, actually, we didn't do too bad when we were interviewing Thomas. I don't remember. My memory is is a very short queue. Uh, okay, so let's say, for example, you were to recommend some Nintendo games, original Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, someone who has never played the console ever before, what are the absolute must-game must play games for them who so as you know um the original nintendo is kind of my baby um it was the hardest for me to whittle down to a small list um yeah when you phrase the question that way i might come up with a variety of games from different genres and, and do something like that uh so. yeah yeah I, I guess that's not actually how i wanted to phrase it because because to me if i want to introduce people to a system i'm gonna like give them like historic reasons and stuff and like yeah Maybe some that's, of each that's genre not necessarily and historically we're important for. stuff, you know, representative yeah. stuff a little bit. Uh, well, but, I can... Uh, so, so, so let's do it another way. Assuming you've already played all the games that you've played, uh, if you had to go to a desert island that had a, a CRT and some electricity oh, and an sweet. NES, <laughs> what games would you bring to play? <laughs> All right, I promise. Um, I thought about a bunch of different systems, and I have like a game or two for each. But Nintendo is a, is a big list, so I'm gonna look at my own list. I have and whittle it down. Actually, <laughs> um, huh? Okay, so um, one a big one for me for sure is uh, Castlevania Three. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, we talked about it before. I don't think it's like this like necessarily groundbreaking game. I just think everything came together extremely well. It's stylistically interesting and fun for me. Love the music, love the gameplay, love the challenge, just love the atmosphere. Um, so it's a game that really hits with my uh, uh, tastes, I guess. So I really love that game. Yeah. Um, probably Mega Man 3. We went over Mega Man's. Um, definitely. So one, th- one thing uh, before you get off the topic of Castlevania, uh, it, it, to you, is are the NES and Famicom like in the disc system and all that is that all kind of just interchangeable pretty much i would okay. i'm i'm kind of yeah i didn't split those into different systems i'm just trying to figure out because because i know that you're super excited about the the, the extra sound chip for castlevania <laughs> 3 so i wasn't sure if uh, that's what you had in mind or if it was specifically americano well i don't know i mean i i I think the Famicom one sounds like way, way better. Uh, okay. But I mean, when I played the American one, it's still like, hey, awesome. So, um, and I mean, the, the American one maybe had the downgraded music and some minimal censorship of like, yeah. you know, topless statues. But um, overall, I, I, I don't know. I can play either and be, get excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to call out, uh, I know it's not big on your list, but I very much enjoyed Final Fantasy III. Um some of that is uh, nostalgia, perhaps, but um, well, yeah. I mean, we we mentioned before how yeah. I've only played the new, uh, the new yeah, fangled yeah. version. Yeah, it's so. another topic we've done. I was th- in thinking about Nintendo. I think there's a lot of threes that really were awesome. I thought Final Fantasy three, Mario three, Castlevania three, Mega yeah. Man three. It's just yeah, a, Mega I Man know, three. I actually really wanted to include on there too, but I I left it. I I only narrowed my titles down to two because I was like trying to be really picky at first. That's good. Um, I did that for but, most systems, I promise. Let me, I'll just uh, nail, sorry, two more. Um, a big uh, uh, game for me that I loved was Gradius 2. 
Um, it was actually only released in Japan, which is a sin because I think it's the best Gradius game I've played. I really, really like that game. Um, just in yeah. terms of what Gradius is, like kind of just that side-scrolling spaceship action, whatever. Uh, I have not played... Well, there's not that many of those, actually, really, but um, that that's my favorite Gradius. I, I can go back to that game again and again. Really fun. And I'll, I'll round off my NES list uh, with... Uh, Street Fighter 2010. I don't know if you've heard of it or played it <laughs> or hate it. I've heard of it. I, I I actually haven't played it, but I did watch it like a YouTube playthrough video of it one time. And yeah, Nintendo Nerd has an episode about it, so I, I've it's probably yeah. got some some uh, haters, but um I think it's a really really cool game. Um cool everything, cool aesthetics, ridiculous like over the top kind of like cheesy 80s plot, awesome music, uh, and like it's cool. It's like this. The controls are, are interesting. Like you're basically this like kickboxer in space. It's a lot of fun if you actually give it a try. It's a really really fun game. I think that's my yeah. list. So why Final Fantasy three over the other two Final Fantasies? On the original Nintendo, I think yeah, yeah. it's infinitely better than both. I don't know if you've played the other two. So two I think was an interesting experiment that just didn't really work. Two was interesting because uh, it was the first Final Fantasy that was really story driven, which was cool and it was really dark. Lots of death, lots of stuff going on. But yeah. I find it very broken. It's just a very, very broken game. Uh, we touched on it in the last podcast with all the like tricks it plays with you, like all the insta-death, um, yeah. the way you can kind of hack your characters. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and like, I don't know, it's just, it was... I, I, I found that absolutely frustrating how like right off the start, I like start walking around on the world map and then I'm like... Dead in three seconds? In, yeah, I'm like in like <laughs> one of the hardest sections of the game almost immediately, <laughs> right? Well, in that game, the whole world is connected. So yeah. I mean, if if the random gener if if the random number generator is nice enough to you, which I don't think it's actually possible because it's actually the way it works, it it counts down eventually hitting zero, so you can't just yeah. walk around forever. It's not like a coin flip every single time. But uh, if you can walk far enough without getting hit by a bad guy, you could conceivably, without meeting a monster rather, you could conceivably walk to like the hardest place in the game from the start of the game and yeah. just get in a fight and die and not know what's going on, right? Yeah, um, it was a really interesting game, but it was just I don't know weird the, <laughs> in a the, lot of ways. The thing that I really liked about that, um, I really liked the music in it, and I really liked uh, they they introduced the the feature of like key bits of information that when you could talk to people, you could like highlight the bits of information or something. The hints or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The pa- often a password or something. It was interesting. Like I said, I found it. I I felt like it was a kind of like a boundary-pushing, uh, innovative game. I just think it came together in a way that was not great. I mean, I, I'm describing it like I don't like it. I do actually like yeah. the game. I can go back and play it. I just think it has some major flaws. Mm. Um, the, the first game, I think, is just too simple. I mean, it's just not as fun for me. Yeah. Like, 3 was awesome, being able to change your classes around. The music, again, 1 had okay music, not a huge selection. 2 had good music. 3, I thought, had awesome music. I, I really liked the overworld. I really liked the sunken uh island theme i really like a lot of the underwater themes i like the last like so the Mm. last level of three which is very tough is like three distinct sections all of which have like really cool themes the boss of the game is a really cool theme again so the build-up to the end was really cool um i i like the class system i thought it was a little underdeveloped uh but i mean it for the most part worked and i thought it was innovative where like in the first game it's like pick your classes you know you you can only pick now and then you're stuck with your choices forever even though you don't know what you're getting into so good luck right um so i thought they fixed that with three um i liked uh i think a lot of people don't 
like this generally and you don't definitely from previous conversations but like it was just kind of like this clean slate it's just like here's these four boys customize them and go wild and, and beat the game there wasn't really character applied to them um i i saying final fantasy four or two or six where like the characters are like very um developed and, and central to the story which is important and so on i like that a lot but i thought if you're gonna go with the blank slate then the way they did it here was was really good because it's kind of like i don't know they they were part of the story in a generic way if that's mm. makes sense like people knew them as the boys from that town and they'd talk to them and stuff um i can con- contrast that with final fantasy one where it's like completely generic you're the light warriors ooh, and then there's zero like world interest even there and yeah, i can yeah. contrast it with number five where it's like here's some slightly developed characters yeah and it, i don't know both of those were kind of less interesting experiences to me and three yeah. was just i thought it was balanced well i thought the battle system was finally down pat it was the first final fantasy this this you think they'd hit on this earlier but it's the first final fantasy where if there's say two monsters and you tell every single person to attack monster a and the first guy hits him and kills him everyone will shift to monster B instead yeah, yeah, of just yeah. attacking the air and being like, ugh, which yeah, was, that so was definitely frustrating. The, so. That was definitely one thing that right from the start, I hated it in the first Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the first like, one was one of the first role-playing games I ever played, and I immediately hated that mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the first one was just slow, I thought. Uh, like, mm. I can't, if that makes sense. Like, battles took a while, and then you're walking yeah. around, and there's long stretches. Where three, this achieved a lot of things interestingly. And, okay, one last thing about three, <laughs> going on and on with this. Um, the airships, I thought, were really cool. One introduced the airship, cool. Two yeah. had, like, the airship, again, near the end of the game, and then the bad guys had a giant airship, and it was kind of interesting. There were a story element or whatever. Three had, I, I don't know if you've really played this game or played it far, but you could get, like, five yeah, different I, I airships Yeah, I played start to, to finish, but not, not the original, original Okay, one, yeah. Right? So. But um, the last airship you get where you can like stash stuff on it. I liked all the airship themes. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I really liked the game. <laughs> okay. I could go on Fair about enough. it, but I just really liked the game. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, well, for me, it was it was definitely hard because there's so many, so many games that I played on the NES that I absolutely loved. and, and uh, Obviously for me as well, but yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm like really fighting the urge to just list off every single game I loved, like I did basically. Yeah, yeah. I skipped a whole bunch on my list here. Anyway, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like River City Ransom was my one of my favorites, and yeah. obviously the Mega Man's and Ninja Gaidens and Castlevanias. I, yeah. I loved all those, and and there's one that I, I've never heard anyone else mention called Tombs and Treasure. Um, I know the game. Yep. Uh, for for some reason, you know, I played that with my family, and and we we never beat it uh but i really loved that a lot as a kid <laughs> like that that it there was something magical about that game yeah. um and oh. and and uh star tropics but yeah uh so the the two that i actually narrowed it down that i'd say that are the absolute must plays um so Mar- super mario bros 3 yeah uh, obvious choice yeah, that's that's a game that you know I've got my my mini Famicom this year, and that's the only game on there so far that I've played start to finish. Like, I've played uh, some of the others, but I had to play that one yep. through because because it's it's an amazing game. Uh, they Mario Two was actually really really good too, in my opinion. Um, like Mario USA, Mario Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like Doki a lot Doki of people Panic. don't like it, and the reason given is always like it's stupid. There's toads and stuff. Like, sure, it's stupid thematically or whatever. But I mean, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it was a. I, really I love it. I thought, cool I game. thought the game was really solidly constructed. Yeah, I like um, the freedom you have. You can just run around, just put the controller yeah, down, and go in another room. There's no time. 
Yeah, and there's portals everywhere that you can get to, yeah, to really cool skip game. worlds and stuff. So uh, I th- it it had uh, levels that went upwards, uh, yeah. and you could like go under walls or over walls and stuff. Like it felt like it had a lot of secrets. That one was really good, but I don't know. Mario three was also. Uh, completely different too and I, I absolutely loved that you could get the different suits in that I, I loved I the frog suits and the Hammer Brothers suits like it killed me that you could only get the Hammer Brothers suit like in one section of the game because I, I loved getting that yeah Um, and and so then a completely different t- style of game uh, RPG I absolutely loved Dragon Quest 4 uh, excellent choice that, that game to me is one of the best games ever made yeah. Um, it 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 was fun. Like the the grinding wasn't nearly as bad as a lot of other games at that time. Like Dragon Quest One and and you know seven. It's like a tradition for Dra- Dragon Quest that you've got to grind. And I didn't find that to be an issue in that game. Um, interesting. And, you say it's a tradition to grind. I think I was just about to say Dragon Quest to me hit their stride with two, three, four. To me, mm. to me, a lot of people think three is amazing. I really like two. You like four, obviously. One mm. was definitely a grind game. The later ones were definitely grind games. Two, I don't remember being too. Uh, I think at the yeah, there was some parts. There but, was some um, at the start. I think four was probably the easiest one. I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way. I mean in exactly the way you're saying, where it's there's just no grinding so much. Yeah, it it felt like a really good game to me. Like I yeah. I never got sick of a particular area in the game because I feel like you you spend the the just the right amount of time in every location. Yeah. Um and and it was this really interesting chapter system where there's yeah. five chapters, so each chapter you have a completely different main character and and the mechanics are different like where you get to run your own shop as a as a as a storekeeper like yeah. I, I just Everything about that game I loved. The the music was fantastic. The music was and, fantastic. I like the sisters and, theme or their overworld or Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Uh the there is not a thing I can think about that game that I don't love. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. And, it's not I and, didn't put it on my list, but I agree with you. Uh so that's it for me for the Nintendo. I, I won't bother spending time on all the other amazing <laughs> games. Ooh, this might be a two-parter. <laughs> that was or system what? one of uh, this big list. I'm, I'm scanning. 18, 18 minutes in, we've got one out of what the <laughs> 30 systems. <laughs> yeah. Well, instead of like let's speed it up, kind of thing. Let's. Uh, I don't know. Let's just go with it. Um, yeah, uh, if this is a two-parter, that's cool. Uh, okay. Well, next we have Game Boy. What are your picks for Game Boy? We're we're doing this in chronological order or approximately chronological. Yeah, yeah, order, yeah. We're we're gonna toss out a bunch of the systems that we never really played, obviously. Uh, so Game Boy it was an interesting system for me because my older brother owned a Game Boy, hmm. and he sold it after a couple of years, so I didn't get a tremendous amount of time with it. Um, hmm. That said, the the of the games that I did play, my two absolute favorites were Super Mario uh, Six Golden Coins right. and Final Fantasy Legends Two. Excellent. Uh, I love both games. Excellent choices. Um, definitely. So I I, th- I think if I recall correctly, the Mario Land one, there were there were different stages that you could go to, and you got to go back and forth between them. In like, the first one, the very first one. No, no, six golden coins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so because you had to, yeah, you had to like collect stuff. I, yeah, I'm kind of 
a little hazy. It's like you could do those levels in any order that yeah. you wanted, if I if I remember correctly. And so so that seemed cool, and it was, it was a solid game. That was that was the first one with Wario in it too, wasn't it? I think so, yes. And it was uh, very popular at the time. That I remember. Like the, the Super Mario Land, the first one was a strange game. Was, I remember. It was, it was yeah. Po- it was like the game everyone owned, but no one liked to play. Like so the original yeah. Super Mario Brothers kind of went through that phase too, where everyone's just yeah. like, "Oh, that. What else do you have?" Right? Like it was that kind that game. But Mario Land Two was popular, and, and everyone was crazy about it. Yeah, it was like by that time they'd they'd refine mechanics yeah. through like Mario Three and stuff, and they were able to like actually make a legitimately good Mario game. Well, I don't know how familiar uh, you are with the uh, the Game Boy library generally, but like the early Game Boy games, it, there was so many ports of like NES game series. Like there was a Mega Man game, a Castlevania game, obviously the yeah. Mario game, whatever else, and they were always just like mini versions. It took them a while yeah. before they really like hit their stride and started making really cool games that like. I don't know, we're fast, too. I found a lot of the early yeah. games were just slow. Weirdly, it was like playing in slow motion. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Legends 2, I think, it was a really cool game. Like, awesome even game. though e- Even though they were the weakest units to have, I still loved to have monsters in my party. <laughs> because you could, like... Oh, you could eat you, the meat and change around or something? I don't yeah, remember. exactly. That's the first like, one, maybe. No, it was the second one too. Uh, like yeah. one th- when you killed a monster in battle, they would turn into meat, and if you had a monster, you ate that, and you could turn into a different monster. And it, that seemed meat. like a really cool mechanic to me to have like this shapeshifter yeah. type yeah. type unit. Uh, I, I've beaten the first one, which I hated uh, in many ways, <laughs> but um, the second one was awesome. I didn't beat it though. I can't remember if I finished the third one. I got really far at least. I like the third one a lot too. I only played the first few minutes of the of the third one because I, I did have a friend that had that, but then mm. uh, we only maintained our Game Boy for so long. Um, it, it's weird because uh, those three games are so different. Like, there's no guarantee you yeah. don't like any other in the series just because you like that particular one. Yeah, but uh, I the, I remember they had a mechanic. I I haven't had a chance to like replay the game and see if anything different happens but i remember in that game if you died you would like teleport to like the hall of heroes or something and the god of war apollo would give you the choice of ending your game or he would resurrect you and you could try again and if he resurrected you the condition was you had to promise to fight him one day (laughs) and it it this seemed like such a, a a cool thing to me that you actually have to deal with a god and, and you do uh, fight him later in the game and he's so hard. Uh, I I thought that was a really cool game. Yeah, uh, I definitely uh, I I like the choices. Excellent choices. And you? Cool. Um, game Boy. Well, uh, for me, uh, three that really stand out. Um. First is kind of the boring answer, but the Link's Awakening. Everyone brings this game up as like the, the game, yeah, yeah. game, but it was really awesome. And I had it growing up, and I remember I bought it at the same time as my neighbor, and we were like racing to see who would finish first. And I was pissed off because I like used some keys in the wrong order on the last level and saved it, and then I like got stuck. <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> you you break the game where you you just can't proceed anymore. So, um, uh, but anyway, uh. Uh, outside of that little thing, um, little problem, Link's Awakening is an awesome game. Um, Metroid 2 uh, is actually yeah. probably my favorite Game Boy game. Um, I, I really like the game. I just think it's it builds... It, it felt like a huge jump from the first Metroid. It felt like a very mature game. 
um, like coming out of a mature series or something. Um, the story was cool. Just the progression was cool. The creepiness of all the different levels. The music was awesome. And for a Game Boy game, like, I mean, if you were on a long car trip and like that was the only game you had, awesome, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, for a fairly limited library comparatively, um, I thought that game really stood out. And uh, last game is... Uh, but before uh, you go to the next game, did you yeah. ever hear of the another Metroid 2 remake? I did, yes. Um, it's like in color and stuff, right? Yeah, I was so disappointed with that. Like there, the so it was a guy. I wish I had his name up in front of me, but I don't. But he basically tried to take the Metroid Zero Mission Game Boy Advance style uh, of game mechanics and remade Metroid Two. And it took him years. I was I remember following this like from pretty early on and i was so excited when that came out and then after years of development it was released and then like within the first day or two nintendo was like no take it down (laughs) (laughs) Uh, really really you guys let this happen for that long like they're like waiting to click the button and send it yeah i was i was so sad when that happened that's Uh, awful that's awful. I'll I'll bite my tongue on that. That's obviously awful. Um, definitely. Uh, I I I I was aware of the project, and the website looks super cool, and the screenshots look cool. But I had not played it, or watched video of it, or heard the, that little anecdote because I wasn't like actively following it or anything. I I was actively following it, and I I remember being like excited that this had finally launched, and I was like ready to download it when I got home, and then it was like taken offline by the time i got home <laughs> wow that's that's uh, ruthless to say the least yeah. uh okay well um i'll uh, hang my head a little bit but uh, the next the next continue on the next uh choice i was gonna make was um what's known in the west as uh final fantasy adventure um prequel to secret of mana uh probably mm-hmm. quite well known um have you like played it to completion or played it i forget i I got the remake, I believe, for Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. Um, and 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 from what I've heard, I, that's garbage. I think it's a totally different. I mean, it's a remake. Like it's you start in the same story and stuff, but it's basically a different game, if I remember. Yeah. Correctly. Um, I think I own it and have played it. Sort of man like, is what it's called. Okay. Well. Um, the original, anyway, was super awesome in my opinion. I everything about it, it's super, super cool. Like the music is awesome. Wow, for like a Game Boy game, you know, yeah. kind of early-ish Game Boy game, like just awesome, awesome, and just everything. I don't know. There's some weirdity with like the hit detection and stuff, but overall, really fantastic game and surprisingly interesting and engaging story. I thought um, for what it was, uh, like mm. kind of simplistic. Like the bad guy's name is Dark Knight, and you know that kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, Really fun game. Uh, it's it. I think a lot of people, especially in the West, have played Secret of Mana and then don't even know about that game. So for those people, especially, I mean, it'd be. I think I would recommend going back and tr- giving this one a try because it, it introduces a lot of what you see in Secret of Mana too. So it's interesting from a historical perspective. Um, so yeah, that's that's my game boy list. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what do we have next? Genesis. Sega. <laughs> Um, I'm not a big Genesis guy. I liked Sonic. Um, I liked like NHL 94 (laughs) and I liked, uh, (laughs) Mutant League football. Um, I couldn't, I I thought, and I thought, um, I put, uh, all I had was Vampire Killer. 
which is just the uh, the Castlevania game for Sega, which is a fun game and a weird standout in the series. You can is, tell I like that, Castlevania. Is that the Bloodlines? Um, I think it was called Vampire Killer, just the, the Sega Genesis Castlevania game. I'm looking it up. If I recall, the Japanese title is just Castlevania, so I forget what they called it in the West. Uh, uh, that was Sega Mega Drive. Well, that's that's uh, oh Master System. Oh, I jumped the gun and went to. No, this is we're talking Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, but Genesis, so, Mega Drive is Genesis. Right. So I don't I don't know if I ever played that. Like, is that specifically okay? Yeah. So it is Castlevania Bloodlines, known as Vampire Killer in Japan. Okay, so Japan is Vampire Killer. Yeah. So it's weird. It's not like most of the games are like Simon Belmont or the Belmonts or whatever. Yeah. Kind of. And this is like, if I remember, it's like you're in Europe and there's all these different. It's kind of like just thematically different, and it was interesting. I. It's kind of I don't know how fair it is to name that as my favorite game. I really liked it, but I haven't played it to completion and I don't have much Genesis to talk about. So mm. yeah, it, it, uh, it looks like it's supposed to kick off world war one as a result of this game. <laughs> there you go. Uh, important <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, how about yeah, you? For, so I remember oh. that being in the, in the rental store that I used to go to and I remember being really interested in getting it and just, for some reason or another, I didn't like it. Nintendo was still popular at that point, so I was renting games for that instead of Genesis games. I was going to speculate that a lack of a Genesis might have been your reason. No, we did actually end up getting a Genesis. Um, wow, crazy! So that my brother and I went splitsies on that, and uh, the 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 selling thing for me was that at the time Mortal Kombat was. A big thing and on the Sega Genesis you had blood so yeah, you know I hated Mortal Kombat when it came out but anyway <laughs> I think I was the only one on the block I was I was obsessed with that game when it came out oh, not I, I remember I remember I would pretend to be uh, Johnny Cage and do his shadow kick around the house uh, and for some reason my cool yeah, yeah. And and for some reason my parents had like this giant pot of like fat like they'd made a turkey for Thanksgiving or or something and we, and we just literally had a pot of fat sitting on the floor and I shadow kicked into it and sent this shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so most people are like I, I knew I shouldn't have brought bought little Johnny this game there's blood he's going to be violent when he grows up for you 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 splattered fat all over the kitchen and your mom was like that's it Mortal Kombat it wasn't even in the kitchen it was in the living room on carpet <laughs> what I'm more, almost more interested in the setup the background of this than I, the I guess I guess it wasn't the living room it was our dining room but okay. our dining room was attached to our living room and it had carpet so what? Really? I, I can't explain what Carpet thought in the process. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Literally the, everything this, about this is really weird. <laughs> it it was the mid nineties. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, <laughs> this would have been like ninety three at the latest, or probably yeah, ninety two. Carpet in their dining room, man. I don't know. I don't know. This is the the the, the mid nineties, so I can't explain what thought process was going on in anyone. I I don't know why there was carpet in the dining room, and I don't know why my parents would leave a pot of fat <laughs> on the carpet in a dining room with small kids around. To to <laughs> me, 
with my two and a half year old right now, that seems like a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> so. Yes, certainly uh, fair. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we, we ended up getting it for that. And then my brother played like every EA sports game he could get his hands on. And, and I basically completely lost interest in the system because I, <laughs> I had no interest in sports games. I had an interestingly similar experience. I mean, I had one friend with the Sega Genesis and like he was into all those sports games. So we go to his house and play like maybe Sonic 2 and NHL 94 and he'd want to play Madden and whatever else. And it's like, it was the sports game system to me. So I didn't care. It was like Genesis. Eh. Uh, so, so the, the, the two games that I did get into for Genesis that I absolutely loved were both the shining force games. Uh, awesome. I don't know. Have you played them? No. Um, well, and so I've played like five minutes and I understand everyone loves them to death. Uh, and I like that they're kind of like tactical or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they're kind of on my list. Uh, I, I think they were amazing. And yeah, uh, awesome. I played them like that was the first time I'd ever played a game like that. Like at yeah. that point, I'd never had access to a Fire Emblem. Final Fantasy Tactics was still like almost a decade away from being made. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess a decade is a little bit off, but it it it, uh, the, it was the first tactical role playing game I'd ever played, and I absolutely loved both of them. Um, and that, I can't say anything else about it. They're just amazing. The, 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 I I actually hate everything that has ever been put to sound on the Sega Genesis. I absolutely hate the sound chip on that thing. It's the yeah. worst sounding piece of garbage I've ever heard. <laughs> and yet, somehow, Shining Force made it sound great. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, I feel like I will absolutely love the game. But, I mean, I, I obviously can't say that. But, I mean, everything yeah. is there for me. Like, I, I loved Final Fantasy Tactics. I love those tactical games in general. Um, the box art is awesome. Or the, co- the cover art, at least the Japanese yeah. ones. Um, yeah. But uh, I know I know you can get it on the PlayStation Three, and you can even get them on Steam now. So I no actually have the. Oh uh, uh, no, I'm I'm mixing it up. I have I have the uh, the Fantasy Star collection on Saturn. I do not have. Uh, I don't think there was a, a collection for Shining Force. I think there was just like a, what was Shining Force Four uh, Saturn maybe. Uh, Shining remember. Force. Three was Sega CD, I think, and Sega I'm CD. so I'm so disappointed about that game because I've always wanted to play it, and there's no English translation. Really? Uh, wow. They there's some fans that are working on it right now. They I think they released the first episode in English, but it mm. it they took a really unique approach with that game too, from what I understand. In that. Uh, it was a game where you could play it from three different points of view. Hmm. So yeah, I think like in one game you got to play as the heroes army. And then in the next game you got to play as like the villains army. Like and the then same. in the third, it like all comes together. Okay. Awesome. Really cool. And so I, th- I think they re- did that with, uh, the, the, the fire emblem games that came out last year, the, the conquest ones, uh, or birthright or whatever. Uh, Fire Emblem Fates, Birthright, Conquest, and something else. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the, 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 I guess Shining Force did that, and I'm so disappointed that that game has never got its proper release in English. Crazy. 
Uh, Sega CD is that the only system? I'm wondering if I have yep. it actually. Huh. Okay, I'm I'm guessing I don't. My Sega CD collection is rather wimpy. Um, hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, I do intend to eventually check them out. I'm looking it up right now just to make sure. Uh, a Sega Saturn. Sorry, Sega Saturn. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm pretty sure they had a Shining Force game on Sega Saturn. Now I'm now I'm pretty sure I have it actually. Yeah. If I you have I it have in Japanese, then you ha- probably have the full, full version. Um, my whole Sega Saturn collection is imported, so. Lucky, lucky boy. <laughs> well, you could, anyone could easily just go on eBay and get what they want. <laughs> cool. Next on the list is Super Nintendo. All right. I think, Damn. Uh, and then, uh, and then I think uh, we'll we'll have to call it quits for the night after the 16-bit era yes part one of who knows how many <laughs> uh, me first okay um so super nintendo kind of became a list for me most of them are like i don't know super nintendo i thought had a lot of um like great games that everyone's heard of and then great games no one's heard of so i mean if i if i pick like my top three it would be all games uh, everyone's heard of to, because yeah. just to be honest those are they tend to be the better games but um yeah. i just put a few others that are kind of uh stick out to me um really boring answer honestly i just really really love the zelda game for uh uh the super nintendo i mean i just thought it was uh i guess an ideal game to match that um format kind of the action rpg if you will um yeah. it felt like everything that zelda one wanted to be but yeah was technically limited and could not be um and it felt like like if you play zelda one it felt like what was kind of in your mind when you were playing it. Like you just imagined the world to actually look like that. And that sounds kind of yeah. silly maybe, but like really, I, I don't know. It just felt like such a maturing of that, that system. And, and like I grew up and played them in order. So it, it really was like just this awesome, amazing game to me. And it was one of the very first Super Nintendo games I played. So it was like, whoa, this is so amazing. And even without all of that kind of, you know, rose tinted nostalgia, I just think it's a fantastic game. Like I'm playing it with my wife now. She likes it. Uh, the music's really cool. I think yeah. it's, it's very uh, atmospherically interesting in many ways, I guess. Um, and, you know, the challenging parts are challenging. Like, I've played the game to death, so I know where all the heart containers and everything yeah. is. So I can just go do-do-do and finish it and call it an easy game. But I think uh, if you've never, ever played it before, it's reasonably challenging, I think. So, it, yeah, that's it my was, favorite. But, and, and, you know, I, I'd say that when it comes to, like, pixel arts, uh, yeah. that game did it really well. Like, it did. There's a lot of games from that era that still don't completely hold up by today's standards. Like, uh, there's a lot of games know. that are beautiful though. Yeah, but like you know Mario Kart, for example, like it was a fun game. I absolutely loved it, but the graphically, it's it's not fantastic by today's standards. Agreed. But Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, it looks great. It like does. it because it's cartoony uh, and, and I don't know it it just everything looks really fantastically crafted. Yeah. Um I I absolutely love that one too, but it, yeah. it's not on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um totally awesome game. Uh, I'll just run through really quick what else I had. Uh, I yeah. had uh Tactics Ogre, um which was if you have not played it, I've played definitely it on my do. PSP. Okay. But well, well, it's weird because it's a Super Nintendo game, but you put it in and you it, you're turning on Final Fantasy Tactics essentially like it just looks yeah, so yeah. similar but with kind of different character design and stuff story's interesting game's fun it's just like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics for the Super Nintendo we've yeah. talked about it before I think a really fun game um, I also I have, have the Fantasy. art book for it 
You you what sorry? You had the art book. I have the art book for it. It's uh, it's, oh, it's awesome. fantastic. I I don't know for if I'd played that before Final Fantasy Tactics, I probably would have loved it. But yeah, uh, I feel like it's inferior. Um, I think so as well. Being fair, but I still think it's definitely a, a worthy mention for uh, Super Nintendo. Um, I have Final Fantasy VI. Really, I could put four, five, six, probably, but I'm gonna say six. Um, six yeah. was the most like wow to me of those three. Yeah. Um, uh, I had Super Metroid, um, and I'm, this one might get laughs, but I I had uh, Sim City, <laughs> the Super <laughs> Nintendo Sim City. I just I loved it when it came out. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, more simple than all the Sim Cities that followed, but it was it was really like a, a you know just kind of play and chill game, smell the flowers and chill game. Like the music was really cool and solid and fun, and yeah. the game was just fun. It was just fun, quirky like Nintendoization of of the SimCity franchise. So I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I don't know if you've played The Fireman. Uh, that one I haven't heard of. Um, quite obscure. Japan only release. Um, it tends yeah, to show up on a lot of like best of games we didn't get kind of lists. But a uh, really cool game. Um, it's exactly that. You're literally a, a squad of firemen. And you like go into buildings and put out fires but it's like kind of like an rpg and the fire is kind of like the bad guy it's, it's that's the best analogy i can think of but like you'll have a time limit before the building burns down you have to run through and maybe rescue somebody and you have to shoot the water at the fire and stuff considering yeah. what is obviously a pretty mundane day-to-day theme really well i don't know firefighters it's probably actually not mundane but um you know it's just like a, a facet of real life i guess a job um yeah. I think they did a really good job with it, and it's a lot of fun. So that's that, those are that's my Super Nintendo list. Nice, go nuts. The Super Nintendo for me is, I don't know, maybe it, it's it's more like more to me, like what the NES is to you. Uh, Super Nintendo was my favorite favorite thing in the whole world for a long time. It, These two it, battle for the position, but I I would give it to NES for the most part, maybe if that's what you mean. Yeah, it's it's oh, just okay. the, the, there were so many epic titles, and there were. I had I, agree. I was at the right age where I had the time to play them. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't so, know. I don't want to. Uh, sure, go on. I, I just I, I've been. T- I feel like I told people so long. Super Nintendo is my favorite system, but I think NES is the more nostalgic one, maybe. Which is weird because they're both nostalgic, but Super Nintendo is more like. I, can I, go back I to have a lot of nostalgia for the NES, but. When I come down to it, if I if I had one to play today, uh, it would be the Super Nintendo because I think so many of the titles had reached a maturity in the game design where they they still hold up by today. They're still very fun without just being like uh, aggressively trying not to die. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's a fair assessment. Yes, I think Super like, Nintendo is an amazing. Like awesome if you, if you compare Mega Man X to Mega Man. There's uh, hands yeah. down Mega Man X is better, and you compare yeah. Final Fantasy four to Final Fantasy, and hands down Final Fantasy four is better. So, I, I, we should do I a think... podcast on this topic because I'm not <laughs> sure if I really like one or the other more. I like them in different ways, so uh, I, I, it's weird to think about it that way. But yes, okay, sorry. Anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Nintendo is your nostalgic game, <laughs> which is super awesome. Yeah, so it's it's really tough because I loved everything on it. Uh, one yeah. that I had. Temporarily Agreed. forgotten when I was coming up with my list was ActRaiser. ActRaiser is uh, awesome, awesome. It's, it's I a, thought a, about it and it barely got not on my list. It's it's a terrific game because it's like yeah, uh, uh, half of it is side-scrolling platformer <laughs> and the other half is like a sim game sort of. So yeah, uh, 
yeah i love that one um yeah uh super metroid obviously is is one of the greatest platforming games of all time there's a, yep. there's that with castlevania has a whole genre named after it chrono yep. trigger i played that and got every ending uh <laughs> Mar- i actually really like super mario rpg as well uh so yeah um i sorry i'm, I'm not trying to constantly interrupt you uh uh chrono <laughs> trigger i i i could have put on my list i, I don't know i just it wasn't tasting it or something uh, Chrono Trigger yeah I would probably add that to the bottom of this list for myself as well it's 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 I think the Super Nintendo was like glorious for role-playing games there, there was a lot on it like I really loved Breath of Fire and Chrono Trigger and yeah, uh, I would uh, say Lufia and a bunch of others <laughs> Lufia was awesome um yeah Illusion of Gaia uh yeah. actually I meant to put Illusion of Gaia on my list and did not um but anyway uh uh I found maybe this is perhaps the one criticism I have of the Super Nintendo it was it was glorious for RPGs absolutely but kind yeah. of overly so almost like it, that's maybe one thing Nintendo had where you it was easier to get two people in a room and play a fun two player game and Super yeah. Nintendo was more like the one player nerd RPGs and like maybe some Rockman and, and Mario Brothers well but I mean at the same time that still had Contra games and it had uh, Turtles in Time and it had uh, the, the Super Mario World and Street Fighter 2 and F-Zero and Mario Kart like I, I did a lot of two player games on that too like NBA Jam NBA like... Jam awesome <laughs> uh, F-Zero is one player to be fair uh, but I in my mind also... most of those other titles you mentioned were spinning around yeah yeah uh, yeah. Top Gear Two was one of, was probably my favorite racing game of all time, and that nice. was on SNES. And nice, uh, nice. Th- there there was a lot of two player stuff on that uh, as well, and uh, I, I guess I guess with like F Zero or something uh, something like Pilot Wings, you could still take turns with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hey, and I'm so not criticizing. Then, I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so then, uh, I think Final Fantasy IV is also one of my favorite games of all time. But I actually left it off this list. That was uh, yeah. I'm that surprises me a little bit. Uh, and and in a future episode, we'll get to the reason why. Uh, but for now, Ooh. we'll we'll leave it as uh, Final Fantasy VI is the, is the go-to Super Nintendo Final Fantasy. All right. All right. Well, we align on that one. I'll say. Yeah. Did you small small digression? I remember. The very first time I played Final Fantasy VI, mm-hmm. and a little bit the second time, but not quite as much. I remember thinking, like, the first half of the game was, like, my favorite thing. Like, this would probably, if I had the same feeling for the second half, this would just be my favorite game ever. It's just so amazing to me. And yeah. the second half to me was really uninteresting. It was... You have to admit it's inferior. Yeah. I actually, I appreciate it more now where it's, like, they it's two different approaches, kind of, and the second half is more, like just do your own thing and find everybody and whatever. But I just, I guess the first half was just so exciting and so fun. And the characters were so cool and all this crazy stuff was happening. It was so, every second was so exciting. The second half was like, okay, now chill, lean back and let's, let's kind of rebuild. Okay. Fair. But the rebuild was like not nearly as fun for me. Even I think on subsequent playthroughs. It, it, it was interesting because it, yeah, like the, the first half had the, a really solid story to it and yeah. uh, you know i remember singing along lyrics in the opera house and stuff like it it <laughs> had a it, lot yeah. of it had a lot of really good moments in it i thought it was and, awesome all the culminating with the like the flying fortress thing or like everything yeah. i just 
every it was so awesome every single little bit of it i thought was totally awesome and it's it, not that the second half was like sucked but it was just kind of like I don't the know. the first half felt really alive and yeah. and i think that was the point and it was great and the second half it was so interesting because you start and it's instantly so dead yeah like yeah. it's you on an island with a sick old man who you have to either keep alive or kill yeah uh and it it felt very desolate and that's obviously what they were going for and i think they achieved it it well it, i i i thought it, it was it, so it so didn't awesome seem as fun. and then it just goes on and on and on because it's the second half of the game it's not like yeah. the last one tenth or something and so that was what it was for me i thought it was so so cool yeah and then after a while it was just a little less cool and less cool what I, 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 yeah, that, that's what, that's what keeps me from picking it up again today, I think is, is oh, really, well, okay. like I, not to I dig it a super awesome game, but I, or focus yeah, but I, I don't think I've played that since probably 97 or something. Wow. Uh, and I played it to death at the, at the time. Like I, I certainly did play through it multiple times. Um, but yeah, it's, it's. It's an interesting game. I I remember there were cool moments like you did get these little windows into the characters and and feel like you understood all of them better. Uh, yeah. And and I I did love it, but yeah, it it wasn't as openly fun as the first part. Like the 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 whole color palette was more dead. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, intentionally, but yeah. I, part I guess part of it was just that I loved the first half too much. Maybe that the second yeah. half just doesn't feel as yeah nice in my memory or something it's 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 yeah we almost need like a full episode dedicated <laughs> just to that game. i i yeah <laughs> that one game yeah yep <laughs> okay well i think that basically wraps it up for for tonight that's that's four consoles out of the one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty five that we were planning on going through so Jeez. well and, and we skipped let's see what are we skipping here we skipped uh sega master system and atari yeah. so sega master system i own i own about 20 games for it i don't really enjoy anything um they're all very 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 generic um probably double missing dragon some amazing okay. title what's that double dragon was okay sure um uh fantasy star is kind of the like if you have a yeah. Sega Master System, you have to buy this game. Game, and I totally fucking hate it with a passion. To be honest, I just cannot get into that game. I know it's famous. I've tried to play it. My God, um, I want to at then, some point, but I haven't bothered. Uh, yeah, the way you feel about Ultima One is kind of like that game. <laughs> it, it's a RPG, like a console, like a, a JRPG, but it's very. I I, uh, I hear the fourth one is one of the best games. Yeah, a lot of people love the series, and I hear it just gets better and better. But I don't know. That first one is brutal. Um. Um, Atari, eh, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, sure, I like Asteroids. I can play it. I like whatever, but there's maybe I would have said Asteroids. I don't know. There's nothing that really jumps at me for Atari. Space War. Space War is pre Atari? Uh, well, there is an Atari version of it as well. <laughs> is there? Okay, well, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Cool. That about wraps it up, I think. <laughs> fizzle with a quick mention of Atari sure yeah. well Super Nintendo's awesome let's uh, end on a high note awesome 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 okay well stay tuned for part two